Welcome to Kingdom Mothers Rise Up, where I encourage and equip you to heal your heart and renew your mind so you can live the fully abundant life Jesus promised you. Let's go. It's time to move. Welcome to today's episode of the Kingdom Mothers Rise Up podcast. And welcome to today's episode of Faith Food Fellowship. I'm so excited to have with me today, Teresa Emanuel. And as you might've guessed, we're doing things a little bit different today. She's my guest and I'm her guest. To introduce her, she's an author, a speaker, the creator of P31 Virtues, Christian Lifestyle Blog, and the Faith Food Fellowship Podcast. She encourages Christian women to put their faith into action daily while nurturing themselves through biblical self-care. Then they can harness the spiritual laws and exponentially increase their joy and good success. Through her podcast, Teresa exudes the love of God and brilliantly relates how her faith influences her multifaceted life. She simplifies the Christian experience from guilt-laden regulations to proactive life-enhancing action steps. Think of her as an inspired personal stylist for the heart because empowerment is supernatural, not superficial. Welcome, Teresa. Thank you. Mukov Johnson lives and loves in Alaska with her husband of 28 years and their children. Three are grown and married. The youngest is six and keeps her busy. She is a coach and mentor to Christian moms overcoming childhood emotional neglect. Mukov is the creator of Heart Doodling with Jesus, a simple creative process to spend time with God and your emotions. Connect with Mukov through her website, mukovjohnson.com. There's a free Heart Doodling with Jesus workshop for you when joining the mailing list. So glad to be with you. Yeah, I'm so glad to be with you too. This is fun. So what we wanted to talk about today is that emotions are not a problem to be solved. Why do we think that emotions are a problem to be solved? I think there may be a list. I think in um I think in the United States women have been taught that they're too emotional and that they need to not show those emotions. So I think that is part of it. I think internally that sometimes emotions are scary and they can be a bit overwhelming. And so we don't necessarily want to deal with them. Yeah. And I think they're scary and overwhelming because we haven't been equipped to deal with them. Because culture tells us that we're not supposed to, you know, big girls don't cry and you don't get mad and, you know, all these things. So like, clearly they're just a problem. I think we often like, so culture is telling us to don't show your emotions. That's a problem. And often our homes or even our churches reinforce that message because we cry and we're told to stop crying or we're told that's not worth crying about, or it's not worth getting upset about. And that kind of things, families, and even sometimes church is reinforcing what culture is saying. Yeah, that's a good one. That's not worth crying about. Yes, that that one is good. So if our emotions aren't actually a problem, what what are we supposed to do with them? <laughs> if they're not a problem <laughs> to solve, we're not supposed to just fix this. What are we supposed to do with our emotions? So I think we definitely have to acknowledge them. Sometimes I think we have to enjoy them. 
like we would not experience the wonderful things that we experience if it were not for the juxtaposition of the less than wonderful. Yeah. I love that. I guess it's an older movie now, but um, inside out Mm -hmm. the five emotions and showed like, no, when you shut one down, it doesn't work like that. You can't just push out the ugly ones or the uncomfortable ones and keep the the fun, happy ones. It doesn't work. They're a package deal. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. They are definitely a package deal. And they're a gift from Father God. He mm-hmm. gave them to us. He's not surprised <laughs> that we have these emotions. Yeah. And how do you help women see like they're a gift and it's a good gift? I tend to encourage women to go straight to Father God, especially if it's an emotion that they do not know how to deal with. And in that personal relationship with him to say, I'm feeling this and I don't know what to do. And then listen for the response or sit still long enough to process it and move forward from there. Yeah. I've learned to do that with um, my heart doodling. Mm-hmm. That's a way to help me sit longer and to sit with it and to sort out, okay, this is what I'm feeling. Here's the thoughts that are going with that. And for a long time, I would just try to process my emotions instead of actually feeling them, mm-hmm. <laughs> experiencing them. Right. Like we process thoughts and, you know, evaluate like, oh, this is true. That's not true. And that's where it came from and go through this process of thoughts. But I would try and do the same thing with my emotions and that doesn't work. Right. <laughs> emotions need to be felt so that they can deliver their message and move on. Yes. Learning to sit with the father in the emotion of like, okay, I'm just super sad right now. And looking for an emotional response from him instead Mm -hmm. of just a head response of, well, here's the truth. He does give me the truth, but he also sits with me and lets me cry. You know, he, he has emotions. He gave us emotions. So I don't know. It's just crazy to me that the church has taught for so long to like shut your emotions out of your faith, except for maybe joy. (laughs) <laughs> joy, joy is an okay emotion as long right. as you're not like too expressive in certain circles <laughs> you know but it's just crazy because like he talks about singing and dancing over us like that's fairly excited you know absolutely yes and the psalms have every emotion in the book of psalms so it's another resource that we can go to Yes, David's a great example. Handle our emotions or process them. How do you help women that are kind of like, I don't even know what I'm feeling. Like I'm still stuck in that place of just, I'm pretty sure emotions are a problem. (laughs) (laughs) I think I would want to know more about where they feel stuck or what being stuck is preventing them from doing And I guess I also want to know the self-talk going on in their head. Mm -hmm. And it could be 
some repeated loop. So I'd, yeah. I'd want to know more about that. I love that. That's a sign of a good coach or mentor. Like, I need to know more. I can't just give you an answer based on that statement. <laughs> but that's so good. And I love that because so often at church, we're just given, no, here's the formula. Mm. Here's the step. Here's the whatever. And if you don't get that background information, like you were just talking about, like, is this on a constant loop? Is this this particular situation? Is that, you know, like without getting that, you don't actually know what they need. Mm -hmm. And so often it's just, oh, that's your problem. Here's the answer. And often it just makes the problem worse because it's like, uh, no, it actually wasn't. And I think just feeling heard can make a big difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Being heard and not judged. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just, okay. I hear that's how you're feeling and makes sense that that's how you're feeling in the situation is huge. Right. Right. I guess what are your recommendations to women in those situations? Well, I guess if they're in a place of like, no, I'm pretty sure emotions are are a problem. They're a problem. <laughs> they're look at all these problems are causing me. Um, a lot like you is to dig into like, okay, where did that thinking come from? And what are your thoughts around this? But to start with, if God created you with emotions and he only gave good gifts, like he doesn't have bad stuff to give. So he gave good gifts. Then you have to start learning to receive and that can mean receiving the anger or the sadness or the frustration and accepting that it has a message for you. It has information for you. So the sooner you receive it, the sooner it'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like when you're, when your child has something they want to show you and it's just mom, 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 until you're like, what? I see you. Like your emotions are kind of the same. <laughs> so when yeah. you stop and you're like, okay, I see you. What did you want to show me? And they're like this. Okay. <laughs> and then they're off again. I love that analogy. And I love when you say God only gives good gifts. That's a beautiful, beautiful reminder. On your blog, you talk about biblical self-care and how does that connect to not seeing your emotions as a problem? So there is mental and emotional self-care and part of taking care of your entire being is addressing or nurturing both your mental health and your emotional health. And I, I would say doing that through the word, we're supposed to have the mind of Christ and then the tools that God gives us in the word that talks about our emotions, that talks about how we should think. Those are all parts of mental and emotional self-care. And I group them together, but one thing that you say is very important is to separate your thoughts and emotions. So I'd love to hear you talk about that a little bit more. <laughs> we'll be right back. Heart Doodling with Jesus is a membership where I do a live workshop once a month 
where we explore an emotion or an idea through doodling, which is just a simple creative process. I encourage you to draw with permanent markers and paint with watercolor paint to create space to listen to your emotions, the thoughts that are in your head, and what the Lord wants to say to you. And it's not about creating art. It is not about being good at it. It's about practicing the pause to go, what am I really feeling? What do I really think? What do I really believe on this particular topic? And giving you tools that you can use for yourself and with your kids to continue to explore your emotions outside of the workshops. You can come back and do workshops again and again if you're in the membership, but you also can take the practice that I'm teaching you and do it on your own for what's going on in your life. If you're interested in joining me, there's a link in the description. Emotions are, they're like one of your senses. Like you see, you feel, you know, if something's hot, you jerk away. And your emotions are like one of those senses. They're giving you information and they're often involuntary. Like something happens and you feel something. So you're feeling it for a reason. The reasons that you're telling yourself in the story you make up in your head may or may not be accurate. So that's why it's important to sort out, like acknowledge, okay, I'm feeling offended, but now let's look at the facts and the thoughts and all of this to see whether I actually have a reason to be offended and there's something to deal with in this relationship or if it's me being triggered by something else entirely or I was misunderstanding or whatever. Um, So it's not saying that like whatever you feel is accurate and run with it, but it is there for a reason. And so it might be pointing to something else besides what you initially think it is. And then scripture tells us to take every thought captive. But if we lump them together and we take every emotion captive, we end up stuffing. Like we're just, I'm capturing you and you're stuck in here. <laughs> um, And if you do, like, if you want to take your emotion captive, I guess, like to listen to it, like you, why do you capture prisoners to get information? <laughs> we're taking our thoughts captive to get information like what are you trying to tell me um and then what it's telling you is gonna like look at those thoughts and those possibly lies you're believing or um like good emotions too they just seem so much easier to handle the pleasant emotions of like oh well I can easily see why I'm excited or why whatever but digging into like why am I frustrated or why am I grieving or um those things of like okay I've I've got you here now what are you trying to tell me and then the thoughts like we take them captive and if they don't agree with God we cast them down but emotions don't agree or disagree because they're not the thoughts that go with them. And I think too many times in religious circles, it is kind of like if you feel doubt or feel worry or feel fear, like just cast it out. I'm like, no, you need to deal with the thoughts that go with them. But the emotion, 
just comes. Like you didn't choose, I mean, you can choose to wallow and whatever, but like for the most part, the emotion just comes. You didn't choose it. So get the information from it and then decide, am I letting you stick around or is it time for you to go? Yeah, I like that. So on your blog and your podcast, do you dive more into like how to use the specific tools that you teach? I have a resource, um, Retreat in the Psalms, where I do go into journaling the Psalms to look at what is the emotion that's going on in the Psalm and how are you relating to that and and to journal that out. Yes. Yeah, that sounds like a great resource for somebody who might still be thinking that emotions are a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Because, yeah, David experienced everything and he wasn't afraid to bring it to the Lord. Yes, exactly. And the Lord never sent him away for it or anything. So, yeah, good to see like, oh, yeah, I can relate to that emotion. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The anger and the despair and the celebrating, all of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And feeling like you've been abandoned, but you haven't. Mm-hmm. You have a gift for the podcast listeners called the Roadmap to Calm. Tell us about that. So the Roadmap to Calm is a way, a systematic way to approach God and the gifts that he's given you no matter what the situation is. Okay, so it's a systematic way to approach the Lord. And is that like a journaling devotional kind of thing? So it is more, a, a little bit more of a process. So, right. So the first step is it's four steps to abide, affirm, ask, and then act. So if you're abiding with Father God, then you know what is good, what he wants for you, what your plan should be. But then you need to affirm it with the word. And then you can ask him for whatever you feel that you don't have in order to take the next step or ask him that question Um ask him whatever, and then take action. Because once you have gone through all these steps, like you have to do your part. Like God's not going to do everything. It's a, it's a partnership. So Mm -hmm. then you take the action. So that's the process for the roadmap, but it's applicable across. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But that would be a good way to start practicing that if they are in a place where want to be more intentional or just like the seasons changed and need something different for getting in that time with the Lord and being intentional mm-hmm. and like carrying it beyond quiet time. Like I think you mentioned that in your absolutely so right. like it's not just. <laughs> In this little window. Right. Abiding. So think about when you live with someone, you're abiding, dwelling, and even just the common courtesies, good morning, Lord, you know, and maybe like a check-in at midday and then 
good night, you know, just it's your whole, you know, life invite him into everything. I, I do think and that it can be tempting to allow God into this section of your life, but then I got this, you know, <laughs> Uh-huh. This isn't a big deal, you know. Why I, I don't need God in this area, I can handle this. But no, invite him into all of it, you know. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Do you have other resources beyond um your doodling, which sounds really wonderful, <laughs> that you use to help women? Right now they can go to McCovejohnson.com and get a free heart doodling with Jesus workshop, which walks them through a little bit more about like what emotions are, but it also introduces them to like, what the heck am I talking about, about heart doodling, um, which is just simple drawing and painting, but it's creating that space to sit with the Lord and to sit with your emotion and let it be heard. Um, And then if they're, impacted by that. There's a membership where I do a new workshop each month um, that they can attend live or just watch the recordings and redo them as many times as they need to, because I frequently do the same doodles over and over again, whether it's because I'm processing through something like grief or some transition, or whether it's, this is what the Lord is saying to me. He's saying that I am his beloved. So what does that look like? What does that feel like? And using it as a way of meditating on this is the truth that the Lord is speaking. Let's get it deeper in my heart. Let's help me believe it a little bit more. That's beautiful. I like that. Any closing thoughts? Do you have, I guess, any recommendations on telling your emotions that they're not in charge? So your emotions don't get to be in charge. That's what my workshop is. Actually, it's emotions don't drive, but they do Mm -hmm. get a seat in the car. (laughs) So (laughs) the way to not let them drive, ironically, is to listen to them. We think if we stuff them in the trunk or leave them on the side of the road that we're not listening to them. But God didn't make us that way. So they're actually driving much more than we think they are if we're stuffing them and ignoring them. So the way to get them out of the driver's seat is to listen to them and give them like they get to ride shotgun. They have information for you and beginning to listen. Like it's a long journey. I've been working on this for a long time. Um, after being told that, you know, that's no reason to cry and you shouldn't be upset and just look at the good side and all of that stuff. It takes practice and growing in self-awareness a good community is super helpful to just be able to be like this is what I'm feeling today I know it's not who I am or maybe I need you to remind me it's not who I am (laughs) but it is what I'm feeling and separating out your thoughts from your emotions too of because if you're recognizing the things you're thinking that don't align with the Lord. Like, yes, he's given you the authority and the tools to deal with that. And you need to deal with that in order to change how you're feeling on some of those deep seated, like I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough type things. 
Yeah, I think that is a very good summation. Your workshop title, (laughs) emotions don't get to drive, but they get a seat in the car. Because yeah, it's not okay to be emotional and just do whatever you're feeling like doing. And that's where being submitted to Christ comes in. You know, yes, this is what I'm feeling, but I'm holding that all before the Lord and saying, now what do I do? Yes. As a mom, often that stuff is or was more when my older kids were younger, you know, 20 years ago, (laughs) that like, I see the reaction coming out before I realize like, oh, I'm feeling stuff that's not about right now. So learning to recognize that so you can deal with those things outside of those moments with your kids right? then helps you show up as the mom that you want to be even when they're not showing up like you would like them to. (laughs) Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, Teresa. It was a fun conversation. Absolutely. See you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Mothers Rise Up podcast. I'm blessed to have you here. If you'd like to continue the conversation, you can join us in the Kingdom Mothers Rise Up Facebook community. When you're ready for more support, I have the Heart Doodling with Jesus monthly membership, periodic group coaching, and one-on-one personalized coaching as well. Thank you so much for being here, and we'll see you next time.